0: Welcome to the Mindful Creator Podcast. I live by the philosophy that, good or bad, we create everything in our life. If you're listening, my hope is that this podcast plants the seed in your mind that you can be the mindful creator of your world, and that you might be inspired to take action to create your best life by whatever learnings impact you the most. Hey everyone, welcome to episode four. I'm here with a very special guest, Dr. Rohan Verma. Burma, um, who is not just a doctor in dentistry, but at the same time, a ripped to shreds bodybuilder as well, <laughs> which is why I've got him on the show. I hope he's got a lot of, well, not hope. I know he's got a lot of insights that he can give to everyone listening about health, about fitness and the impact that that can have on your mental state for everything that you might be tackling day to day. Thank you so much for having me, man. I'm really pleasure to be on the program. Anytime. I'm really glad you could make the time to be here. Yeah, it's, it's so, great. like I mentioned, you're in health and fitness. Mm-hmm. It's become a huge part of your life. Yeah. Uh, why don't you just walk us through that in a little snapshot. How long have you been doing it for seriously? Okay. And what's that process been like for you, going from someone who maybe casually gyms yeah. to someone who's made it a way of life and now competes as well?
1: Okay, so... That's a big question, so <laughs> that's pretty much everything about me. Um, all right, so I'll give you a sort of brief rundown of how it all transpired. So with the health stuff, that's I'm as, as you said, I'm a full-time dentist. Um, I've worked for, well, I'm 29 now, so I've been working since I was 23, so six years um, as a qualified dentist. Mm. The way in which I've stumbled into dentistry, um, as I mentioned to you earlier, was initially I was at school, a parent's evening for A-levels, and uh, we were discussing my options for um, undergrad. Uh, sorry, um, yeah, undergraduate degrees. And they were like, "Look, he's great at sciences. He's a people's person. Um, why don't you consider potentially an occupational healthcare position?" And it made sense to me. I never saw myself as a desk job kind of guy. I'm not a pen pusher. Um yeah. Facts and figures and numbers for then for of, obviously Indian culture is a big thing. But <laughs> for me, it was always thinking, "How can I help people?" I love. I just love being with people. So medicine and dentistry were the first two um, thoughts that came to my head, and then I just I I spoke to a few family friends and I spoke to a few people I knew who were qualified as or qualifying as doctors and dentists, and they said to me that at the time it made sense for me to go down the dentistry avenue if you wanted to have a better quality of life. Just for me, that was really important. I really wanted to make sure I had enough time for my family and friends, Um, and I thought yeah let's why not let's give it a go i had dental treatment as a, as a kid myself and i saw a huge impact so for me it was a bit of a process of elimination yeah not a four-year-old i want to be a dentist moment but yeah. it was like a yeah, process of elimination let's give it a go it sounds like a good job opportunity so got into bristol university did my undergrad um and then qualified in 2013 which was an absolute blessing probably one of the best feelings of my life I remember <laughs> they picking up those results it was so weird when I got my results My um, I was with my dad at the time and the, Bristol is very traditional in some respects and like you know how some universities they give you your results online Yep. Bristol they give it to you by paper but you have to physically go get it and there is a, um, a corridor near where the results are being held and they walk down you walk down the corridor but there are tutors either side of you Okay. now call this cruel or call this kind I don't know what you want to call it but If you don't pass, they don't the tutors intervene you before you get to the table. Really? So they take you back to the side. So if you see your tutor, you'll be obviously nervous and to coin a term something a brick because you'll be so thinking, Oh my god, if I failed, if I failed, if I failed. So I saw my tutors coming down the stairs and they stood there. And you almost want to peg it to the table so you know you passed. (laughs) But fortunately, that was an absolute blessing. Me and my dad walked there, picked up the results, and that was pretty amazing. So yeah, that's how I became a dentist. Awesome. Fitness has been something in my life since a young kid for multiple reasons. Mainly, mum, huge, huge influence in my life, and she was used to say, um, you know, it's all about trying to keep mental physical balance. So she put pushed she pushed me into swimming, like most kids do, like swimming, karate, rugby. Quite intensely was rugby and karate, but mainly karate. Okay. Teaching self-discipline, control, and also just controlling your aggression and power, etc. And they always wanted me to be safe because you never know what's going to be around the corner. Yeah. So I took that. We used to compete um, in karate competitions nationally um, with our club. We were quite a small club in Slough, and when we did really well, Um, and then towards my levels, it kind of as the gravity of university application mm-hmm. grade went um, that kind of fills it out went to university as it does as it does yeah. went to university I've been playing rugby for my first team at school all my life I was always a massive rugby fan and then I thought oh, I'll continue that university but then I quickly realised that fitness at university was a bit hard to maintain like a uh, the undergraduates have different systems. So for example, if you're doing like a, a course like English history, it's quite easy to go and be on campus, whereas mm-hmm. dentists were separate. We were in the town centre where the dental school was. Right. So I could never really attend the practices. So although I tried to turn up to most of them in the first year, the end of the first year I had to speak to the coach and like, Okay, I'm sorry I can't commit to rugby. So then fitness just dropped for me okay. after first year. And then it was like second year a yo-yoed in and out of the gym like every average Asian boy or girl does. You yeah, know? <laughs> everybody does. In <laughs> fact, you know, you, you go through periods of being really on it, training arms every day, <laughs> and then some just days those biceps. exactly. Yeah. Who needs training. legs? <laughs> and it was all just you know just for the sake of trying to look good and do something. And there was no structure to it. And then what happened was in third year, I started getting really into it. I started just looking at YouTube, seeing people do it online. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself a good go got more into it but then as the university got more intense as the approached third fourth fifth year and come fifth year fitness was non-existent yeah and i was like i'd, I'd let my finals as i said to you my anxieties and my, dental, my dental course kind of over, overwhelmed me and i had no balance it was full-on just work 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 if i'm not in studying i shouldn't be gymming because that's wasted time and it wasn't something didn't feel right qualified and i realized after the qualified look like, I've now got every opportunity in my hands. I've got a job in my hand. I've got now an opportunity to get my balance and my own like sort of work-life training pattern back in order, and I've always loved fitness. But so let's bring it back to training. I liked going to the gym. Mm-hmm. So in 20, 2014, I started getting into it, but 2015 is when I said, Let, let's take it seriously now. Okay. I was really sick and tired of yo-yo, yo-yoing to and forward with food and the way in which I kept my nutrition. I had a very basic understanding at the time of training and nutrition, but I still had a degree of understanding. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, look, let's commit six months from the 1st of January. It was literally New Year's Eve. I said to myself, I'm bored. I'm bored of doing like underselling myself. 1st of January 2015, I will put myself a competition to date and um, we looked online, me and my brother, yep. and he found the competition, it was um, in Body Power, it's like a big fitness yeah. expo they have every year. And it was on the, I wanna say 16th of May, it's usually around that time of the year. So I gave myself five and, it, five and a half-ish months, and I said, I will do everything I can to stay on track, because I've got a deadline. Um, if I'm ready, I'm ready, I'll do the competition. If I'm not ready, I've worked consistently, that's fine. Yep. Um, and then, long story short, I stayed on track, I did the competition, I placed third out of hundreds of applicants, um, because you had to apply first with like showing your physique, and then you have to do the competition and do it over two days. Um, and I just got bitten by the bug. I'm not gonna bore you with the details of the competition, but I was bitten by the bug, and then that's when it all exploded. From 2015 to, to present day, I've competed, um, and I've taken it more and more seriously, I've learned so much more um, to the point now where I'm competing next week in the British finals for a huge um, natural bodybuilding competition. So yeah, and you just placed uh, second. I placed or? third in the qualifiers, which is amazing. So congratulations for that because that Thank was just you. a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah, it was literally yeah. four weeks ago. So yeah, I'm really excited. It's um, it's one of the probably the biggest natural. But when I say natural, it's non-drugs. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just drug-tested, so it's there's no steroid usage at all. All the athletes are completely. Um, performance drug and uh, performance enhancement drugs free. Yep. Um, which I like because I've noticed, having been in the fitness industry, s- uh, steroids and performance enhancement is definitely a factor. And yeah. I was very naive to it initially. And I've done competitions where people were not Yeah. And I've still managed to do well. Um, but I said to myself, why don't you put yourself on a level playing pay- level field? Yeah. And um, put yourself in an area where you think that you'd want to be. So yeah, I'm was amazed that I'm, I'm on the, one of the biggest platforms for a natural drug-trusted show mm-hmm. and um, to have the honour to compete um, in the British finals is pretty awesome. Which is awesome so congratulations again for that. By the way
0: uh, I haven't shared it yet but if you want to share your Instagram for Thank people you. that are listening to be able to follow you as well yes, uh, Do- Dr. Rohan Verma is pretty straightforward yeah, yeah, It just <laughs> just, says what it, it is, is on what, the team right exactly. there <laughs> yeah. um, That's awesome. Now I just want to go back to a couple of things mm. that you just mentioned. So one the way you started your journey in 2015 so you said you and your brother found a date for mm-hmm. when the competition was on at Body Power yep. um, is that the one in Birmingham? yeah it's the one in yeah.
1: Birmingham had every year
0: okay so you found a date for that but mm. your mindset behind it and your frame up behind it was yeah. if I'm ready for it great I'll compete yeah. and if I'm not ready for it that's okay, at least i work consistently for six months. Yeah. Now, I feel like most people who set themselves a challenge, especially when it comes to New Year's resolutions and things like that, mm. either make it a, if I don't do it, I failed, Yeah. or they just don't do it at all. Now, do yeah. you think the way you framed it up where there wasn't as much pressure for it, but the goal was just to, just to be consistent, do you think that yeah. really helped
1: you along that journey? hundred percent, you've nailed it on the head. I think there was, there was another, another factor as well. Not knowing, being almost naive to it, was so useful because yeah. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. It's as if you know you walk into a blind a room blindfolded. Well, you don't. The room could be full of spikes, but you're blindfolded, so you feel safe. You have no concerns. Yeah. So that was a, a useful, uh, a useful thing. But I think definitely giving myself the leeway to say, look, the goal here is is persistence and continuity, and trying to see if I really enjoy it and love this sport for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the secondary goal would be, yeah, getting on that stage. I think too often we put ourselves in a situation, we put where there's sort of a a huge barrier stands before us. If I don't hit this marker or this target, then I've failed. I mean, I often get people approach me in the gym and they'll say to me, like, I want to get in X so-and-so shape in six months. And I've asked them, is there a deadline? What's, what's going to happen at six months? What's going to happen at six months in one day? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to show them that any, any process you do, you need to give yourself a degree of flexibility and leeway. If you've eaten well, let's take, let's take nutrition for a second. If you've eaten well, sorry, you've got 365 days in a year. If you've eaten well for 300 of those days and 65 of those you went wrong, that's 300 days you went right. Yeah. But too often as human beings, we are going to concentrate on 65 and say, oh, i was such a bad human being for those days. I haven't got my goals for that reason. But you've been persistent and, and con- you know, consistent for all that time. Yeah. What's going to happen? You don't, you don't look at a person who's 70% got a, de- has got a distinction at university. Hasn't 30% failed. They've 70% smashed their exams. Yeah. So <laughs> you need to, like, sometimes we need to maybe flip how we think. And look at things from a slightly different view, and give ourselves that brain, that message that it's okay to sometimes fall back, so long as the end goal is always moving slightly forward. Yep, exactly, and it's
0: it is literally as simple as just flipping that perspective, mm. where you go, oh, but what if it's not going to work today, mm. or what if it's not going to work tomorrow? Mm. But the other side of that is, what if it does work?
1: Exactly, and I think you know, if we put too many barriers, it actually stops us even trying it out. I mean you see it all the time whether it be through fitness whether it be through be professional development like i mean if you if you look at instagram nowadays instagram's an incredible um avenue an incredible tool we have in social media um i myself experience it in dentistry we see so many young dentists now who are developing and putting their cases out there showing and highlighting their their, their portfolios of work which is so exciting and then you get individuals who are saying oh but i Mine doesn't quite look like that. Mm -hmm. Have I failed as a dentist? No. Do you think that person who's put a photo of his before and after, of a smile he's created, has got this right every time in his life? There's been trials and tribulations he's had to go through to learn how to be that that good. And he probably still makes mistakes to this day. So we often concentrate on these highlights and these sort of end goals. And we forget that what's the journey in between is what's going to help help us a long term. It's going to help, like, it's going to teach you. It's going to help you develop mentally. It's going to help you develop physically, and it's going to give you these sort of like steps to manage these situations. I mean, only through trial and errors. Where I now know how to deal with fitness. Only through trial and errors. I know now how to manage my work life balance. And I'm not saying I'm perfect because I'm still learning. Let's let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is a constant learning curve, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Excellent. So. When you first started mm-hmm. in January 2015, yeah, did you start by yourself or did you straight away get a trainer, mentor or coach to help you along the way or did you want to try and figure it out yourself first and then did you get someone to help push you?
1: Yeah, so I literally started completely on my own. Um, again, <laughs> I was naive to the sport so I didn't know, I didn't realise how much there was to it. I think often people, when they look at people going to the gym, they think it's just, oh, he's, he's eating a lot of chicken and he's training a lot with the weights but there's a lot more to it so I, at first i started completely on my own um I, I applied a lot of bro principles when i say bro i mean sort of unheard bro of science. myths exactly <laughs> unheard of myths which you think oh, i should do that for example i would drop my carbs after 6 p.m and um that means I eat like literally no carbohydrates i'm talking no pasta bread or rice i would not try and eat all whole meal everything and I was trying to avoid sources on food, but what i didn't understand I was getting and the thing things I was getting results yeah, and what i didn't understand was these were just these were just variables which were confounding almost, mm-hmm. so there was things I had done i in that process of eating well and not eating let's say sugary sources. I was restricting my calories. all I was doing was just restricting my calories and keeping consistent with my training that's what yep. it really burns down to, and that helped me lose body fat, gain muscle, understand. Then that helped me over time, through more like research and I started, be honest, when I got bitten by the bug, then I realised I liked this game. So yeah. I started reading, reading articles, reading journals online. Um, you speak to your fellow friends and competitors who you meet along the way, you see how they do things, mm-hmm. then you realise that this, is, this opened my eyes so there's so much more out there. And then in 20, I think it was late 2016, when I wanted to start taking the competitive aspect quite seriously, because I tried a few competitions in 2015 and early 2016, um, and I realised, you know what, I really like this. I want to do it properly now, and, I, and by that sense, I want to have a structure. Yeah. Um, so I approached the coach, um, and he's, I've been on board with the same guy for three years now awesome yeah. and that's the same coach that's now basically guiding you to the finals, the finals yeah. in a couple of weeks time which yeah. is awesome it's so. incredible yeah i mean he's um it's it's quite strange how i bumped into him i i have like a everyone has their own sort of like idol i mean footballers have david beckham for example or cristiano ronaldo so i had a a physique contest athlete who's my, my idol a guy called Ryan Terry i met him at a competition and he i asked him I'm like oh, really admire you and I think you're incredible could you coach me he was <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> I do this full time mate sorry no but I have a very close friend of mine who's um, also competing at a high level but he yeah. also does personal training and that's how I spent my, uh, my, co- my coach Max O'Connor he's a, um, a USN athlete so if you follow fitness or nu- nutrition and fitness um, he that's one of the biggest brands in, in the UK and South Africa and um, he's one of their prime athletes. So yeah, he's awesome. he's kind of coached me along the way. He's understood that I've always wanted to stay natural because let's be honest, um, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. There's a lot of people out there taking performance enhancement drugs. And he was very honest with me. He said, did you want to or did you not want to? And I said from day one, no. Mm-hmm. And he's helped me just try and get the best out of me um, and pushed me, he's pushed me countless times the point i didn't know my body could take it that way yeah but yeah it's really been an amazing journey and I'm just blessed to be here
0: that's awesome man that's really good to hear and especially i think it's a testament to him as a coach and you for following through as well yeah you've been with the same person for
1: three years yeah i think you know you have to with anything you have to give it a good thorough thorough go with things like i think it came back to what you said earlier like when people have new year's resolutions we do we at the first hurdle if something doesn't quite go right. We're quite easy as human beings to drop things and say, oh, I'll try something else different. Sometimes you have to see it through. Sometimes you have to fall over to, to stand up again. You've got to do yep. it several times. I mean, Max and I, have we done the best at every show? No, and even in the last show, did I bring my best uh, physique? Probably not. There was a mistake or two we made along the way in terms of how I prepare. Mm-hmm. Again, to the average average eye, you'll be, you'll be saying, Rohan, you're being mental. Uh, for a competitive athlete there are things I tweaked and I'll be honest with you since then we've changed our approach and it's working a lot better and you just learn yeah and you've got to remember we're all human we're gonna make mistakes nothing is gonna go a hundred percent perfectly you just have to trust the process and if you feel you trust the other person who's guiding you along that process if it's like a, a nutrition guy or a sports coach or if it's a mentor in business yeah you've got to let them guide you and you've got to give it your everything because otherwise how are they going to know you've given you everything? How, how are you going to know you've given you everything?
0: This is it. It's always down to you. Yeah. Making sure that you keep yourself in check and that you are being honest with yourself and giving it everything you possibly Account- can. Accountability. That's it. That's the word, I think. That's it. Accountability. Always. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you mentioned uh, a bit of anxiety before and we spoke about that before we yeah. um, started the podcast as well. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, how has your journey in transforming your body and yeah. taking your health and nutrition and fitness to the next level mm. affected your anxiety but also affected your mental attitude towards work and other areas of your life? Wow.
1: <laughs> Amazing question. Um, Thanks. <laughs> I do try. <laughs> just, there's so much I want to talk about. Um, okay. Child and boy. Anxiety. Well, as I said, it, for me it was a loss of sense of control. I think when you're anxious you feel like physically I can only describe to you how I felt when I was anxious I would feel like my legs would feel heavy I would feel lethargic I'd feel exhausted mentally it's almost like a numb feeling where you just feel out of control Mm -hmm. that was for me personally I know know everyone goes through anxiety in their own different ways so um, I respect that but that was how I felt in the moment especially during my finals and it was, it was it was scary because you just feel like you just aren't able to manage a situation and you feel like you want to do more but you can't mm-hmm. but then what fitness has taught me or allowed me to do even is to as I said earlier channel my energy in a way such that I can almost work off some of that tension I know it sounds really cliche but after a day, for example, at work nowadays, when I'm con- like stressed out or apprehensive or something just doesn't quite feel right, that physical movement in the gym and that hour of just giving myself time to breathe, because you know, when you're anxious, the thing you tend to not do is breathe. Mm-hmm. So that physical time to concentrate on breathing for an hour, because if you don't breathe during an exercise, that be funny, you're stuffed. Yeah, and you're going to collapse. So. <laughs> yeah, and that concentration, which is separate to like dentistry or your job or your revision at the time, it's so crucial because, let's be honest, let's say you're doing a weight, a weightlifting movement. Let's say I'm squatting. right? It's quite easy to picture. You've got a significant amount of weight. I mean, I could be working up to 140 kilos on my back and then doing a squat if i don't think about every single movement i'm doing and concentrate 100% of my energy and my headspace on that movement that weight's going down and it's going to take me with it yeah in a probably in a negative way definitely okay <laughs> so it's learnt, it's taught me you sometimes have to just change your your brain process focus on something else different to allow yourself to breathe and just give yourself that space to like just be and just be in the moment yep. and focus on something different. And it really is unbelievably, I would say, it's, it's, it's relieving. It helps you just give a second and just take a step back and gain a bit of perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's allowed me to deal with a lot of the energy in one way. Um, structure, I would say, is another thing. I, I felt before, I, like I said, my days were, <laughs> I remember when I was revising for finals, it would be... Probably eighteen, nineteen hour days, or, or eight, probably 18 hour, that's hours—not exactly. Eighteen hour days of revision. Were they productive? No. Yeah. I was just sitting at the desk, and were, sometimes I was just sitting there, anxious at the desk, and you think, "Oh, I, I've got to be studying. I've got to be studying." And you're actually making—actually <laughs> probably procrastinating more than you are studying, um, because you're nervous about it. But having fitness has allowed me to structure my days, whether it be. Me learning to get up, in the, go, before I go to bed, plan my meals out for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. the next day. Um, me to get up on time and give myself, okay, if I need to train today, between eight and nine, I'm gonna do this job, and between nine and 10, I'm gonna do this job, or if I've got work today, I know I have to be working from eight to five, And between 5.30 and six, I'm gonna have a quick meal, I'm gonna go to the gym, so it allows me to structure my life. Yeah. And I think if you give yourself structure, everything becomes manageable. Because structure allows bite-sized chunks, which are more manageable. Yeah. If you try and bite into a huge task, you're gonna fall in at the deep end, and you're gonna feel that overwhelm, and you're gonna feel exactly. the anxiety, and, it, and it everything exactly. else. Exactly, and, and, and it spirals. It's, and that's what I think has been really helpful is like learning how to structure myself, give myself an opportunity to deal with that energy, and then teach myself a bit of discipline. Like it's not that we don't know these things it's that we forget them as human beings it's, we get consumed by what's going on around us and we get consumed by the thing in front of us that we, for, we forget perspective mm-hmm. so it's, 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 it's helpful I would say
0: definitely Yeah. awesome mm. um, and then just to follow up with that as well so how the gym's given you a lot of structure Yeah. and also it's kind of uh, re-emphasised the importance of being present especially when you're going through those specific movements like squatting and stuff like that. Because then that allows you to kind of um, transfer that being present to your everyday. So like we were talking about earlier, when you're going for a drive, Mm. have a mindful drive, Mm. be present and just notice the things around you. When you're walking, don't have your phone out while you're walking, trying to check a message. Notice what you hear, notice what you see, and practice being present in that moment. How do you think that's helped you as a dentist? How do you think that's helped you in your career?
1: Massively. Um, you know, I would say being mindful, like you said, the key thing is about being present. And if you can't be present with a human being, there's no way for you to develop a connection. Um, let's take it two seconds away from down the street. If yeah. I'm not present with my partner, mm-hmm. I myself know it. I can feel it you feel there's no necessarily chemistry or you're not giving them your full energy and time. Subconsciously you may, not, you may know it, or consciously you do, but it's something you will become aware of. Mm-hmm. Now transfer that yourself to a situation from somebody you love and know very, very well to someone who barely knows you, who has heightened nervousness and anxiety because they're in a dental room. They can yeah. smell the, the latex. You can, what do you do when you walk into a dental room? You smell the, the, the mouth rifts, the gloves. Yeah. You they hear these foreign sounds everything is heightened so if the first person they meet is not present but present you think gosh what the heck i'm in this environment where i feel uncomfortable this guy is going to probably drill my face off you know you you feel completely out of control so if you i think having that ability now to develop a rapport with my patients and make them understand that i'm there 100 percent with my full attention I think it's so empowering and yeah. so powerful. I don't, I'm, I'm, don't, <laughs> don't want to toot my own horn, but that's one thing I think is my strength, is when I'm with my patients, they feel confident that I'm fully on board with them, and that when I'm, what I'm trying to do is exactly what they would want to ideally have as their end result. Yeah. So I think that's been a huge tool um, about learning about mindfulness and how I can apply it on mm-hmm. my average day-to-day, um, yeah
0: awesome yeah. i love that answer um okay let's take a little turn from what we've just been speaking about yeah and let's talk about you your instagram building yourself up as a personal brand which is yeah. what you're basically doing now and mm-hmm. or what i would like to think that yeah. you're doing and the opportunities that come with that as well because you've had an opportunity with gym chef yeah. Uh, that's been going on for a little while now. Yes. Um, how did that come about? And you know, what other opportunities have you found that have come your way because yeah. of how you've been building your personal brand?
1: So, as I said, Instagram is an amazing uh, tool for us nowadays. We can you see it's full of influencers and marketing and shopping and everything. And like, I didn't really know about Instagram until I got into the fitness world because everyone seemed to have it, and I thought, oh, it's cool to have some cool pictures. But it's gone way beyond that now. It's an opportunity for people to speak, it's an opportunity for people to express themselves, put out their, their creativity. Um, mm-hmm. And I've started putting some of my YouTube videos on, on IGTV, so feel free to check those out. But I think what it's done for me is, it's, it's been actually, uh, the best way for me to describe it is it's been a learning process. I initially posted a lot of content, I would say at the beginning, um, just because I was purely excited. Just putting, I was getting into fitness. I was getting into Instagram, so I was just putting out some like loads of cool. I thought, which I thought were cool photos and videos at the time of me training. Mm-hmm. And then I've put out some recipes. Then I've put out um, quite a lot of. It's funny because you probably can tr- trace my journey through my Instagram. It, it's 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 kind of as my, as my journey's unfolded. I've changed the way in which I've put my content out there. Um, it's become much more. I would say thought-provoking. With some of my posts and some of my blurbs. Please read the blurbs, by the way. If you do follow <laughs> me, the blurbs, I when I write, it's things, not just about his amazing body. The thing is, sometimes you want to catch people's eye. You can't help but say that certain things, like you know, a guy who leaned in the gym, will yep. catch your eye. But I do want people to actually read the the blurb under, underneath. And I think that's key to me now. For me, it's the message which people are seeing and reading. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to get that across um, and without being misconstrued, but I would like people to try and understand. For example, yesterday's, yesterday's uh, post was about, it was a video of me training, um, even I trained yesterday and that was one of the, the, the videos of, but the content itself, it really comes from me mm-hmm. and it's, I want it to be as genuine and as honest and as heartfelt and as structured as I can be, because I think content nowadays it's very easy to put out content which can get thousands of likes, and I, I don't mean to be uh, harsh to that, think if you, sex sells, yep. you know, both men, male and female, it's easy yep. to put a photo up and get thousands of likes and feel valid, valid, verified by that. Um, <laughs> but I want to put out content for me and what I think people will benefit from, and regardless of whether it gets one like or a hundred likes, that's the, the key thing. But as far as opportunities um, with The Gym Chef, the way in which that came about is I actually sought them. So okay. I saw them on Instagram. I saw some fellow fitness influencers who were d- using them at the time. This was back in 2017. Mm-hmm. And um, 2016, 2017, I'm trying to remember that. I think it was 2016. Um, and then I saw them using this cool brand. It was just like, oh, it seems to have a lot of hype around it. And I went to Body Power a few times. And I don't know if you've ever been to Body Power. A few years ago, from I would say from around 2015 to 2018, mm-hmm. the gym Chef was really pretty really notorious for having a pretty epic stand. In the sense that they would make it a really, really big affair. They would have like all of their their products out, which is we make um, seasonings, which are allow you to help tr- like prepare your food on a day to day basis without making it full of you know additives and preservatives. Yeah. You know, it's, for example, we have like I think over 12, 13, 14 flavors. Um, for example, from Cajun to Jamaican jerk to um, smoked spicy. So you can make things like sauces, marinade dips, rubs. You can just sprinkle it straight on your food. It's, mm-hmm. it's as simple as that or as complicated as you want to make it, and it's it's amazing. Um, there's no no preservatives and no like salt or sugar added to it. But the thing is, what's beautiful is that, and when I met the guy, I introduced myself to him, um, but he was super busy and mm-hmm. I couldn't really talk to him. And I, I started using the products and I thought, if i 'm going to use any or inquire for any sort of affiliation with any brand mm-hmm. it's something that has to strike a chord with me yep it's something I believe one hundred percent in and and something that you use I, and that's something I would use yeah. yeah I mean you see a lot of people influencing you nowadays and they i don 't really know how often they use or or they are how, that, how closely related they are to their products, but for me, I was like, I want to stay genuine and I want to stay consistent and after a year of using the products purely on my own, I was actually buying them myself anyway. And I said, well, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go meet this guy um, or I'm gonna try and get in touch with him. So one day, I contacted the, the company and I was like, can I have the email for the manager? Mm-hmm. Just straight up, just uh, emailed them. And Gopal fortunately was dealing with the emails that day. He was like, oh, I am the, I'm the manager, my name's Gopal Verde. Um, yeah, let's get in touch, let's have a conversation. I just said to him, look, I'm a dentist. I really wanna have a conversation with you about certain things, and I think I could really do something for your brand. Yep. And we spoke on the phone for a good like 45 minutes um, one evening, and he was like, I don't normally do this. He normally looks for brand ambassadors, and he normally scouts them out himself, but he's like, I have a lot of respect for the fact that you've sought me out, yep. and you told me what you can bring to the brand. Yeah. And I said to him, look, I don't have the biggest following, but what I have is genuine, and I promise you, I, I'm, I'm on to something. I, I feel like I, I still am. I still haven't fully really figured out how far I'm going to go with this, but I, I, know there's a lot more to give. Mm-hmm. And he saw something in me, and he's been giving me the opportunity, and it's been incredible. Like I've, we've been to so many expos since then. I've been to Dubai with him to help promote his, his brand, and awesome. we've now got internationally. Yeah, and um, he does it in Cyprus, Dubai, Canada, um, and across the UK. So it's, it's amazing. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, but you, you do, like you asked me, like, do we get other affiliations or do we get other approaches? There is mm-hmm. hundreds, hundreds of people who, who approach you like, can you rep for our company? Can you wear our apparel? Can you, do you want to try our products out? But again, unless I feel strongly about the, com- the company or the products, I'm not going to advertise it because that's not genuine. It's not, it's not congruent. It's not genuine for me. And I want to be that person who what you see me use is what I use because I want to use this yep. or you know and I want to know that everything is by the book for example as I said I'm a natural athlete I wouldn't want to use a brand which they don't tell you what exactly is in their products or yep. is it going to put you any detriment so yeah so it's whether it's in
0: alignment with your values and 100% your viewpoint on 100% whatever yeah. it might be whether it's food nutrition
1: exercise related or yeah. even gym wear who else is wearing it exactly and yeah exactly because it's, 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 it's all part of like you said it's all part of your own portfolio and if you you know if you put yourself with a brand that doesn't even if you leave it after a year you're still always going to be affiliated with that brand yep. you know you put an image out there on Instagram you've always put that's on the internet for life now mm-hmm. so you need to make sure what you're doing is consistent and congruent with your values and your morals like the gym chef the what they talk about is about just creating healthy, natural food, which is good for you, and that's what I stand for. It's 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 huge to me, and I think more so rather than giving you the uh, the spiel that uh, eat this meal like these meal prep companies and you'll get lean. No, they're teaching you. They're trying to encourage you to do it at home, make it sustainable. They're mm-hmm. trying to show you how you can create that and do something with which works for you. Like you might be a guy who wants to make a meal in thirty seconds, where well, you've got the opportunity. The chill
0: Awesome. So, yeah good stuff yeah. now a second ago you were just talking about you know you're not really sure how far you want to take this yeah uh, so my question for you is what is you must have an idea of what your vision is for what you want to uh, achieve from the health and fitness side
1: of things yeah so what is that for you right now it's not it's not a physical entity it's more yeah. so a goal yeah the goal is to spread the word that you can write your own path um, I said this to you earlier I do not like this concept that nowadays I think we all have to put ourselves in little boxes. Yeah. Um, for example. <laughs> um, phone call interruption. <laughs> I'm keeping this in the recording. <laughs> One thing I don't like is that we put ourselves in boxes that we have to be, for example, a dentist only, or a lawyer only, or a fitness enthusiast only, or a chef only. Um, whatever you are is who you are. However,. Give yourself the opportunity to do to do whatever you want to do as well. Like, I think as, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna branch off here a little bit. You know how Southeast Asians we're told be a doctor, dentist, lawyer, accountant, med, uh, accountant, <laughs> pharmacist, optician. All of these things are tick boxes. Who says you can't be a pianist? Who says you can't be an artist? Who says you can't be a videographer? Who says you can't be a personal trainer as well? Who says you can't be a, a competitive, you know, bodybuilder? Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to do something which felt right for me. And my message is. What it, for for whoever follow me is to find what you enjoy, what's your passion. Hopefully that marries up with what you jo- your job is. If not, do something as well, and you can figure out a way in which you can marry it all together and have a balance with your your family life, your social life, your job, your passion. Tie it all in and make your own recipe, and that's what I'm trying to do. I want to give you the ingredients, the tools, um, and what I've used and the methods I've used to help create your own pathway, because I think it, it would be a shame to see, or it would be a shame for me, having had my experiences, not to share those. Yeah. And that's what my goal is, is to continue to share it. And how, it's, how that's happening, I'll be honest with you, it started off with Instagram, but I think now my, my heart feels more so with YouTube, because mm-hmm. visual content, when you can see someone and you can sit down and spend five, 10 minutes of your time learning about how somebody else does it, I think it's so useful, mm-hmm. it's an amazing tool
0: definitely like your breakfast uh,
1: yeah. uh, little video where yeah. you're talking about the three typical
0: breakfasts that you might have yeah and it's so informative and people can visually see exactly
1: what you're doing exactly I mean that, that's literally like the, 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 the tip of the scale there's there's so much more I have planned um, but it's just a, a little example we're gonna go through the whole series of like how can you prep for breakfast lunch and dinner um, and then I want to show people once they've understood how to prep a meal how they can figure out their nutrition like for example if they want to gain weight if they want to gain muscle if young guys or people are trying to just generally improve their their body fat composi- composition or their muscle composition in their body like i'm going to try and help them understand how they can structure their mm-hmm. nutrition um, and then, luckily, li- likewise, how do you then tie that in going out? Yep. You know, we all live in a day where we don't just sit there in, in our houses and eat of Tupperware boxes. We have a life, you know, we need to go to the cinema, we need to go to the restaurant, we need to go on holiday. How do you tie that all in? How can you, go, you know, plan a wedding and do this? Yep. Well, I mean, that's what I'm doing. Which is what you're doing right now, yeah. So. <laughs> so that's what I, I want to show people, it, life doesn't stop but life doesn't have to stop when you have a goal. It's about how you make that goal work for you. Awesome. Random question: oh, no, What's the weirdest place you've taken a Tupperware box?
0: Oh wow!
1: Um, <laughs> weirdest one would probably be, yeah, it would probably be my my cousin's wedding. I was literally there sitting That's there at a wedding. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't my finest moments, but it I was. It was two weeks <laughs> out from a competition, and it was, I think, when I was really, really getting into it at the time. Um, and I, I, just, I just really couldn't afford to do it. Unfortunately, I would say 99% of the time you can be flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're taking bodybuilding pretty seriously, and if you're in the last two weeks, it's quite hard you physically to detach yourself from a structure. Yeah. Um, and I understand why you might t- take a Tupperware. But I think <laughs> my, family come, my family and my friends have come to realise like there's certain things. like um, They will understand that this will be happening only for a very short period of time like for example um, I have I've met my partner Sophia and she's got a group of friends and um, they're an amazing bunch of people they're really good laugh to go out with and we recently mess up after quite some period of time mm-hmm. and I remember the first time I met them they were like do you not?" have a social life but like, do you do you still go do you do other things other than the gym do you like go for dinner and like Sophia was trying to explain like yeah we have like dates all the time yeah and, like it's pretty yeah. normal like, we don't just eat really our going, boxes everywhere yeah, exactly he really likes going for burgers and pizza and stuff like that and I was like yeah it's like my thing food is my thing kind of, by the way um, but They've always caught me at the wrong opportunity, like just before a show. So they think all the time, i my god, but he's still eating out of like a double hair box. <laughs> but they've understood now, like we've seen them so many times now at different times of the year and I'm not competing. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's drinking today. Oh, he's having a normal meal. This is strange. I'm like, yeah, I do. I am normal, man. It's, it's, I am normal. <laughs> I am normal. It's just, you know what? It, this is the thing. It's so different. And when you don't know, when, it, when something's so different and you don't know about it, you tend to think, oh my god, that guy is strange. But, whatever someone does just support them this is it that's it different is different doesn't mean it's bad exactly it's just something
0: else that they're trying yeah. that you might not have been yeah. opened up to yet mm. exactly love it so what three pieces of advice top three pieces of advice
1: wow.
0: <laughs> would you give to someone yeah. starting out on a journey maybe not for competition but maybe for just wanting
1: to change themselves with regards to health and fitness okay um, one enjoy the process so bef- quickly I just expand on that whatever you do do it because you enjoy it if you do it for the sake of it you won't do it mm-hmm. because what comes through enjoyment is persistence and consistency Yep. so I've stolen one and made it a bit bigger mm-hmm. but yeah you've got to enjoy it because if you don't as I said if you don't enjoy it you won't stay stick at it and then you won't see the results Remember, results don't happen over two weeks. They happen over, let's say, six months a year, mm-hmm. and that takes a year of enjoyment and consistency and persistence. Yep. So that's probably number one. Number two is this all so how to keep like healthy and fit, right? Is this, mm-hmm. Okay, hydration, dude. <laughs> how many people do I see not drink enough water? It's actually frightening. I literally, I was. at <laughs> <Chris> was <playing laughs> my yeah. hand in the corner. She's like, "Yeah, shit, I don't drink water." <laughs> Hydration. Our body is composed. I want I, I don't want to get this figure wrong, but I would say, I'll say over sixty percent. I want to say it's around seventy. So, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's over two thirds. Yeah, yeah. Over over sixty percent. So around seventy percent of water. And if you're not steadily intaking water, like maintaining a good hydration, how the heck are you gonna function? Your cells are full of water. So what I'm gonna say is, I'm not saying drown yourself with water every <laughs> single day, but try and have, I've got this really useful um, water bottle, you can get it on Amazon. It's, um, it's called Mango, but there's loads of different ones. Um, okay. Basically, it's got like the timings of the day, um, from eight to 12, mm-hmm. and then from 12, from like two to six or two to seven. And there's a little line drink that water to the line stay on time and you'll easily hit two liters a day because we should do be it. drinking an average person should be drinking two liters of water a day how much do you drink because i uh, this does sound disgusting because i sweat a lot having my <laughs> train and how much i do cardio i drink around five liters a day wow um, so over a gallon a day yeah wow. Over wow. A gallon a day that's awesome um but only that's again remember these are what i do yeah and it's tailored to me You won't necessarily need to do that if you're not training to my extent, but it depends on the person. Always. Um, And again, the taller and bigger you are, you might need more hydration or less hydration. Um, And then the third thing is sleep. Um, I'm I'm starting with the real basics here because as human beings, we sometimes divulge into the complex stuff. If you can't get your basics and your foundation right, and I said this to my little patient the other day, so again, I have a really bad habit of veering off, I had a patient yesterday and I said to him, if your gums are your foundation of your mouth and your teeth are your, your, the, 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 the st- structures in between, mm-hmm. like in your garden, if you've got a weak garden and your fences are there, if your garden is rubbish, your fences are going to fall down. Likewise in this situation, okay? So you need to make sure your foundation is right. So if you're not sleeping enough, you're not going to have adequate energy for the rest of the day. You're going to be tired and lethargic the first thing you get up. The first thing you're going to say to yourself when you get up is, I'm tired, I'm just going to go to work, i to come home and watch the TV. Yep. You're not going to have the enough energy to say, I can function for the rest of the day. Give your body enough time to sleep, to allow yourself to energize, to rest and recover. Both physically, but also mentally. Those sleep cycles are so key for our mental health, yep. that if you're not getting that those six to eight hours, which I think is the ideal range then you're you're putting yourself at a bit of a, a detriment that you know you're not giving yourself the best opportunity so enjoy it hydrate and sleep please yeah <laughs> those are key <laughs> those are three key fundamentals but yeah we can go through a lot more in a, de- in a time oh, that's awesome and i love
0: that you've stuck to the basics and the foundation because yeah. we've been talking about a lot of different stuff today although we've been relating it back to health and fitness or yeah. Like your career in dentistry, mm. but I like that the basics and fundamentals that you just described actually can help you in so many different areas. For example, the sleep thing. Yeah. Even getting an extra hour of sleep could make you feel a little bit less anxious the next day. Hundred percent. And then on top of that, with the structure of going to the gym and having that outlet for that tension and anxiety that builds up. Yeah. Then you're basically diffusing what normally builds up over yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is what then can lead to excessive weight
1: gain, weight loss, stress, arguments, rage, the whole thing. They're all factors which stack up, man. We're, we're emotional human beings. and When one thing doesn't go right, we'll then do another thing, and then we'll do another thing, and then we'll do another thing. So, yeah, I completely agree. You just always need something to help reset yourself
0: yeah. on that day. Yeah. And as many of those things as possible is just yeah. the better.
1: I, I, I work with a lot of dental nurses, and one of them said to me the other day, I'm exhausted, so I've had a really hard week. So she already admitted to me she's tired. Mm-hmm. She then said to me, Oh, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go have a Domino's. So she had a Domino's. The next day she felt really guilty. She's like, oh, i feel really fed up. I feel really fat. After that, they then said, Oh, I'm I, just, I feel like giving up now. So I'm just going to go, I might as well just go out this weekend have a couple of drinks. And you could just see, this is a pure example of how we, one small thing, which is getting more sleep, you might not have been so exhausted. You might have not had the niche to then go and, Treat yourself with a dominoes. You might not then need to do X, Y, and Z. I'm not saying any of those things were wrong, but it's just showing you how one small thing can have a knock on effect. Yeah. Um, so just give yourself that best opportunity. Um, I think it's, it's quite crucial.
0: Yeah, because if, especially if you're not conscious to how it can spiral, oh, then yeah. oh, you yeah. will 100%. more and more spiral yourself out of control, and then you just feel worse and worse and worse. Yeah and that then becomes a normal way of life where you're just like well this is how it's going to be it's just going to be shit so I might as well just keep doing the things because it's not going to make a difference mm. and that that is where you know being a bit more mindful and being a bit more conscious to those behaviours on yeah. a day to day basis can make a huge
1: turnaround for anyone 100% it's not easy don't get me wrong being yeah. mindful about things is, is difficult because it, it it makes you conscious of like you said things but it makes you conscious of both good and negative thoughts Yes. so remember when you're going through those moments and you start to become aware of it, try and not possess them, I would say. That's my only advice, having started to do this. As I said, I'm no expert. But don't try and own any of those feelings. Sorry, don't try and, don't try and almost tie them down to yourself. Like mm-hmm. If you feel them, you feel them. It's okay. Let, let them notice them and then let them go. But don't, don't feel that they make you who you are. Like, if, you, if you feel fed up, it's okay to feel fed up. Don't think you're a bad human being.
0: Definitely. Something that, I mean, just to go off on a little tangent, thoughts are as real as you want them to be. 100%. So if you're you're thinking a thought and it's negative or it's making you feel worse, you have the power and control to let that run your day Mm. or kind of thank that thought for being there. Notice it's just a thought and then move on to something else. And that's the whole practice of mindfulness, meditation, the whole side of that, uh, which we... That's a completely different podcast it, in itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We Stay tuned for more. Exactly. We'll definitely do that one on another day. Um, okay. Just to wrap up. Yeah. What would you say is your most inspirational mm-hmm. go-to person or book? Oh, wow. And why? Jeez. Only one. Go-to person and, or book? The go-to person or book? Okay. And why? So, person or book? Don't laugh. <laughs> my mum. Too late. It's my mum. That's awesome. Why would anyone laugh about that?
1: No, it's, just, you know, it's a mummy's boy. <laughs> I'll I laugh am, about that. Yes, That's different. I am, yes, I am a mummy's boy. Um, no, honestly, it's my mum. Because she's the one that pushed you into she, um, yeah. the fitness
0: side, karate, rugby, all of that, right?
1: Props to my dad as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. He's been an amazing father and he is an amazing father and he does unbelievable things to my family and... I couldn't imagine that I'd be the human being without, being him, without him. But I really feel like mum's had a huge bearing in my life. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, one of the things was when I was young, um, my dad, unfortunately, he was working for a company called ING Lease, and they had to, they put, him in, they, they put him in a bit of a very sticky situation. They said to him, like, we really like you. We want you to go set up more companies for us. Go to Europe and do that Monday to Friday. And he was like, but I can't, I've got a family here. And they said, oh, otherwise you'd lose your job. So they they were just put him in a corner. They knew what they were doing. He took the opportunity. And then that that led to my dad being away from when I was 10 until 2021. Wow. So he was Monday to Friday. He was traveling. He working for you guys. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's a big thing for me. Like not leaving, not not messing up the opportunity. was huge for me. Probably one of the stems of a lot of my values. So... Um, he would fly out at Heathrow on 6, 6.30 on a Monday morning he'd be home 7.30 um, from Heathrow on a Friday evening and we'd see him on the weekends and it was amazing it was such a nice feeling seeing him but it also meant that me and mum were, were together now my brother he's five years older than me so when he was 18 he went to university so between the ages of what 13 to well in fact after university yeah till 13 until around 20, 13, 18 19 mm-hmm. I was, it's just me and mum so for six years, we developed a really strong bond, and we had this almost like, a, I guess, like a coping mechanism or a strategy just to be best buddies, and like we'd talk a lot. She guided me a lot on things. She would help me with my you know, school work. She would help structure my days. She would help show me the ropes when it came to like revision. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's been a huge influence and probably one of the biggest role models for me because she's taught me a lot. Even with her professional development as a as a psychologist and a behavioural therapist, she's taught me about mindfulness. Um, she's shown me the ropes with like cognitive behavioural therapy, yeah, um, just to understand how my brain works. And that's been always something which has been fascinating for me. And then also, she's pushed me into fitness. Like she was huge on that. So. I think I have a lot to thank for having her had her in my life from a young young age obviously you do because your mum's your (laughs) but you know what I mean like she was a huge uh, factor for me so
0: yeah awesome listen uh, it's been amazing talking to you it's been amazing to get a little insight honestly thank you you so much
1: for having me it was a pleasure because it's the first time doing a podcast you never know what it's going to be like so hopefully you guys found this interesting and hopefully it wasn't okay for you yeah no it was amazing honestly and I hope like i said when
0: i started this podcast out and i told you when we spoke uh before we even met up which was the reason i'm doing it is if what you've shared today helps one person 100%. in some way or form yeah. then the podcast has kind of done its job yeah and that's that's the whole
1: point which marries up with exactly how i feel so no it's, that's amazing
0: awesome man no listen thank you so much for being here guys i really hope you've enjoyed this podcast um and i'm sure we'll do another one soon maybe sure. on mindfulness and consciousness and yeah maybe another one in the gym who knows definitely, definitely.
1: <laughs> we'll tie it all in you know VR, yeah. i like to veer off so we'll tie it all in <laughs> exactly awesome thanks right. a lot man cheers thank you
0: thank you so much for tuning in to the mindful creator podcast If you enjoyed today's episode and you got some value from it, I'd really, really appreciate a review. And don't forget to share this podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone that you think could benefit. Thanks again. Have an amazing day and stay visionary.